This Mishnah is a direct continuation of the previous Mishnah, which had specified the minimum amount that one must give as Maeser Ani in the field, and that was the amount of food that would be required for two meals. And here it says, This measure, this two-meal minimum requirement, the size of the gift, applies to Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim. Now, according to the Bartanor, what we're saying here is that whether the person who's doing the giving, meaning the farmer, is a Kohen, Lever, Yisrael, he must give that minimum requirement of two meals worth of food when he gives Maeser Ani. And we're speaking about Maeser Ani specifically. Now, Tosyontov asks why that would be a Chiddush, and why would one think otherwise? Why would you have any reason to think that a Kohen, Lever, Yisrael would be exempt from this obligation? And therefore he learns, like other Rishonim, that we're referring not to the giver, but the recipient. That is to say, whether the recipient is a Kohen, Levi, or Yisrael, he's entitled to receive two meals worth of Maeser Ani. And here there is a Chiddush, because one might have thought, since the Kohen is entitled to Truma, and the Levi is entitled to Maeser, Rishon, so one might think also that the Maeser Ani that one gives to Kohanim and Levim might be able to be less, uh, to compensate for the fact that Yisrael Aniyim, non-Kohen, non-Levi, poor people, um, are not entitled to the other gifts of Truman Meiser. And therefore the Mishnah says, at least according to Tosiyontov and those Mepharshim, that we're speaking here about the recipient, whether he's a Kohen, Levi, or Yisrael, should receive no less than two meals worth of Meiser Ani. There's a third shot um, here, which is of other Rishonim, including the Rosh, uh, which is we're talking about the quantity of the various gifts given, meaning not Maestra Ani specifically, but rather all the gifts that are given at various tithes. So for the Kohen, that might be uh, the gift of Truma Gadola. For the Levi, that would be Maestra Rishon. For the Yisrael, that would be Maestra Ani. And the shot here is that whatever gift you are giving, you shouldn't give less than two meals worth at a time in a given gift, um, so that it's a significant gift that will be satisfying, produce svia uh, for the uh, recipient. The mission continues on now with a new point. This mission now can be used as a source for the well-known statements that charity begins at home. Here the mission is considering the scenario where the one who's doing the giving wants to set aside some of uh, the produce that he's going to give, let's say, is Maestro Ani, for his relative or his friend, his close one who is an Ani himself. So in the previous mission, I explained that there are two different halachas that apply, whether depending on whether one gives at the Goran in the field or in his house, whether it's an issue of, of being meniach, leaving it and not differentiating between the recipients and being or being nosen at one's private residence and giving as much as he sees fit. So now we're still talking about giving at the field, at the Goran. And therefore the operative verb here is still vihinachta, and you will leave for them as opposed to venasata, and you will give to them. And therefore we're saying you can't differentiate between recipients. But now we're going to add color to that principle. We're going to say that you can't differentiate in as much as not giving them enough to have two meals worth. But we are allowing you to set aside a certain portion uh, for a specific recipient, let's say a relative, um, or another loved one of yours, and 
that amount we'll see in the Mishnah here is 50%. So if a person wanted to set aside some of his Meisr Ani for a specific recipient, he may do so. He may set aside up to half of his produce to be given to his friends and loved ones, his Aniyam that he cares about specifically, before distributing the other half, at least, to whoever comes um, to collect it in the field. And those people who would come then may not be given less than two meals worth. So we're allowing, therefore, here for him to set aside half, up to half, for specific Ani recipients. Hilo Muat. Now, if there is not enough, according to the Bartanura, the Pshat here is not enough once you set aside 50%. So you set aside 50% for your specific friends and family that are Aniyam, you're left with the remaining 50%, and now there's not enough with that remaining 50% to give each Ani who comes um, to the field the full requisite two meals worth of produce. So the according to the Bartanura, we're still allowed to do that. Um, meaning the farmer is still allowed to set aside half his, up to half of his produce for specific recipients. Um, but now that he hasn't got enough with the other half to give the full requisite amount as set forth in the previous Mishnah, the din becomes nos nefneem behen mechalkin benehen. Instead of giving with his hands to each recipient less than a two meals worth amount, instead he will simply um, leave all the produce for them to separate amongst themselves, and they are mechalkin benehem, they'll separate it uh, and apportion it amongst themselves without him doing it by hand. Um, that's the Bartonurus Pshat. There's another Pshat, which is that we're talking about here in all cases. In other words, whether or not the giver, the farmer, is setting aside some of his produce for a particular or particular recipients. Um, if the scenario is that there are too many in him relative to the amount of total food that he has to give them, such that he can't give each recipient a full two meals worth, then the rule would be, even if he didn't decide, aside anything for his loved one, according to the second shot, knows nehem, he just leaves everything before the many anim, the hen mechalkin benayan, and they will then divide it amongst themselves.